2: episode 66 tips to avoid overspending on back to school
0: welcome to the frugal friends podcast where you'll learn to save money money. embrace simplicity and live a richer life. life here are your hosts allison and jill
2: Hey, hey, guys, this is Jill, Jill and I have Allison here with me. Hey, Allison. Hey, Jill, how's it going? Good. Uh, For those of you who maybe haven't been following along for our past couple of episodes, Allison is our stand-in co-host. So excited about this. Jen is currently out on maternity leave, but don't you worry. We have got a fantastic co-host here, Allison Baggerly from Inspired Budget, so she has brought a really fantastic perspective to the past couple of episodes, and we are excited to do another one. How are you feeling, Allison?
1: I am feeling great. I'm so excited. I'm like, sad that Jen isn't here with us, mm-hmm. but I'm so happy that I get to be here, that she gets to be at home <laughs> snuggling a baby. So yes. I think it's
2: the <laughs> definition of bittersweet, probably. Yes, <laughs> yes, I miss her too, but this has been, this has been super nice. Yeah, it's this, nice. It's fun. It is. This fun, frugal friendship. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm excited about today's episode too, because we're talking about back to school. I'm sure if there are kids currently listening, this is a dreaded thing for the parents, maybe <laughs> not so much, uh, but Allison, with your background in being a teacher and mm-hmm. a mom, I'm super excited about the perspective you bring to the table.
1: Yes, I'm excited. I was reading through the articles and I was like, hmm, I have some thoughts on this <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for a few definitely. of the things. So awesome. Well, before we get
2: into that, first, a word from our sponsors. Also brought to you by buses. That's right. This episode is brought to you by those big yellow beacons of hope and glory that (laughs) whisk your precious little treasures off to be educated while you wave goodbye to them from your bedroom window. Yellow buses, the national symbol of the end of summer entertainment responsibility and allowing parents everywhere to remain in their pajamas until at
1: least 8.30 a.m. Oh, yes. You know, my favorite thing is, well, actually, as a teacher, this wasn't my favorite thing. But now that I'm done teaching full time, my favorite thing was seeing, like, all the buses, bus drivers in training, you know, like a week yeah. or two weeks before school, they like run their routes and they're just driving around all these buses, of, you know, uh-huh. just empty buses. And I'm like, ha, it's coming. School yeah. is coming. <laughs> it's coming. The, bus the beacon are of hope and glory is back.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the rest of us who aren't in school, it just means the beginning of a longer commute. It's always nice in the summer when the buses are off the road, but I get it. I mean, it's got to be the next best thing to magic to just put your kid on a bus and go about your day, Mm -hmm. not needing to provide the transportation. Anyhow, speaking of back to school, we're going to get into some of these articles and the first one is from Money Crashers and they give us 16 tips on how to save on back to school supplies. I was shocked. So I don't have kids in case you Mm -hmm. haven't been paying attention to that. (laughs) Jen does. <laughs> Have fun with that, yes, she Jen. does. Uh, and you do, Allison. But yes. I was shocked at how much it can cost. So this article says that uh, an, an annual index chart that has been tracking the average car- cost of back-to-school supplies found that it costs on average $1,000 to send a single child back to school. Mm-hmm. Now, I think they are including in that cost of school supplies as well as etrographics. Extracurricular activities, band, mm-hmm. sports, oh, clothing, all of that. But still, that's more than I'm sure you're spending on your child or possibly everybody at Christmas time. So, yeah. this is a hefty blow to the budget if this is the amount that you're spending. So, we want to talk about how to minimize that. What are the essentials? Mm-hmm. So, what did you like in this article? Allison, what were some of the tips? So,
1: well, one thing I liked is that they reminded people about the the cost that you don't think about. Because when I think of back to school, I think of, okay, new clothes, new shoes, school supplies. Mm-hmm. But I like that they talked about extracurriculars because, you know, if you have a child that's in high school or middle school, they need physicals. And if that's not covered by your insurance, that's an extra cost. Um, a lot of times, some school districts will offer free physicals. I know that's what we did growing up. But... Band, like I remember, um, because you know my husband's a band director, and I had a coworker whose son was in band and his daughter was in band, and he made a comment to me last year at the beginning of the school year that was like, "Oh yeah, we just took out a loan to for for band," and I was like, "Ha ha ha, you're joking, right?" And he was like, "No, we just took out a small loan for band," and I was like. Goodness gracious! And every part of me was like, "No, you have to save up for that." And then the <laughs> other part of me was like, "Oh my gosh, how much is it for two kids in band? You know, to to get those instruments up front and right. all the supplies and everything." Sure, um, sure, So I think that you know I like that it brought attention to those things that you don't normally think about whenever you mm-hmm. hear back to school back to school costs. And I think that that's when it gets more expensive when your kids are older.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not just the notebooks. I remember in high Mm -hmm. school needing that T99 calculator or whatever it
1: was. And now I'm
2: sure cell phones do it. But holy moly, those calculators were like $120,
1: which felt like I was buying a, a car. I know. And then, like, my brother and I were just a year apart. My mom was like, isn't there any way you can share? And my brother's like, I'm not sharing my calculator with We <laughs> <laughs> had to, like, meet up in the hallways and switch it off by our locker. Like, that would not have gone over well. <laughs> that would have been the frugal
2: way to do it. Yeah, yes. I'm sure. I'm sure I tried to share. My 16-year-old self didn't want to spend $120 on a calculator. I know. Texas I know. Instruments. Jeez, oh, T.I. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting you and I, Allison, were talking before before we started recording, just from mm-hmm. your experience of being a teacher and some of the mm-hmm. things that this article talked about in what is expected and that it is your press on all sides because parents are trying to get out of it. But if the parents don't purchase it, this article mm-hmm. even mentions that teachers are purchasing things yes. with their own money,
1: yes. I've bought pencils, I bought pencil sharpeners before, like those are really big. It also says, um, I can't remember if it was this one. Oh, no, it's a different article that I disagree with that we'll talk about later. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, because I've run out of pencils as a teacher where I have to like middle of the year ask parents to bring pencils or I buy my own pencils, I buy my own pencil sharpeners, erasers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's almost like if you don't provide it, it, it usually the teacher will buy it. Mm-hmm. Um I've done things where I buy extra extra supplies for kids that show up and have no supplies so you have to uh-huh. have something so uh-huh. that comes out of that came out of my own money or if I had leftover supplies if I hoarded enough Supplies from a previous year, right? So you learn to hoard as a teacher. If I could hoard enough supplies from the previous year, then I could have supplies for the kids that came in the following year that didn't bring any school supplies.
2: Minimalist at home, maximalist in the classroom.
1: Exactly, pretty much. I mean, it it was crazy how I would hoard because you just never know if you're going to get what you need. Sure. And so that's what I used to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because this article talks about how like now... Parents are expected to bring scissors and glue and markers and disinfecting wipes and germex. And they're like, You shouldn't have to bring that. That's what the article, what I feel like it's saying. But then my teacher self is like, Well, yes, you should, because we need those things. (laughs) So we ward off sickness. It's yeah, like so it's funny how I have like this very conflicting view because I think parents should bring them. Because I'm a teacher and I'm like, but we really do use them, guys. Like, we we disinfect all the time, especially during flu season. And if we didn't have those, like, your kids would be a lot more sick.
2: Sure. And it does help to share the burden of that. That is the frugal mm-hmm. way for all parents to bring in some of these things for the entire year. Mm-hmm. I do I do think that there's some great tips though in this article. Yes. I particularly liked number one, which says do a supply sweep, mm-hmm. meaning go throughout your house and collect the crayons, markers, pencils, pens, papers, notebooks, binders, all of those things. See what you have, but not mm-hmm. just with those supplies. but also clothing, go through the closets and see what do you have, what still fits, what doesn't fit so that you can really get an inventory of the things you actually need. And I will say, I even remember as a kid going to buy things, I wanted the new thing. I wanted the pretty new pencils and the nice pencil case and the notebooks that didn't have any pages written on them. Mm -hmm. But reality is, is that if you want to go about this in a frugal way, You can use a notebook that has two pages that are already written in it. You can use a pencil even if the eraser is half used already. Just Mm -hmm. these areas where even on the small things, you can save if you
1: just are
2: are willing to be able to use some things that still have life in them, but they're not brand new, crisp and clean. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: And I think that's a lot easier to do for like younger kids, you know, like especially if your kids are like really, they don't care. You know, a lot of them don't care. Um, One of the tips that I really liked was check the dollar store. Mm -hmm. I think that the dollar store is something that people really overlook. And sometimes you can get multiples of something for a dollar. So, you know, maybe two packs of Kleenex for one dollar, especially if like Kleenex, you don't have to like, you don't have to buy the name brand. You don't have to buy mm-hmm. the name brand on these school supplies. So just get whatever is cheapest and send it in. Um, teachers will just be happy that you're sending in something, even mm-hmm. if it's not the name brand. I will say that a lot of places have these great back to school sales where you can get, you know, notebooks for like ten cents. Or folders for a penny. So keep an eye on those sales. Typically, people get there early and they sweep through it. But when you're talking mm-hmm. about if you have three or four kids that you're sending back to school and you can get notebooks that are normally $1.50 for 10 cents and they yeah. need six, like I know our school supply list, they needed to bring six composition notebooks You know, Mm -hmm. that could be 60 cents versus $6. So it really does add up. Be on the lookout for those sales papers because they will come. And um, like I know as teachers, I would go up there and I would stock up. Like I would take like 20 of something because I knew I would have kids come or we would run out. And so Mm -hmm. I would stock up that way as a teacher. And now it's like, okay, as a mom, I need to stock up that way.
2: Sure. And along those lines, they also recommend garage sales, thrift Mm -hmm. stores. I have seen so many school supplies at garage sales. Again, it might be a used binder or a notebook that doesn't have all 150 pages in it. Maybe it now only has 100. Whatever the case is, garage sales can be great areas to purchase some of these school and office supplies, Mm -hmm. as well as clothing. Certainly, if you can find clothing for your kids, there's so many yard sales that have kids' clothing at them. Oh, yes. If not, thrift stores are just abounding with it. So consider that too, as you're doing some of this back to school stuff. I also really liked, and I was not aware of this, and probably because Pennsylvania doesn't offer it after I did a little bit more research, but different states will do sales tax mm-hmm. holidays. Oh, yeah. Which is certain times of the year, usually right around back to school time. It seems to be specifically for this time of year where they will waive the sales tax up to a certain amount on certain items. And again, it's back to school stuff, it's some electronics clothing mm-hmm. shoes and so we'll we'll link to the uh, to the website that they reference in here with the different states what they offer when they offer it but just for instance Connecticut offers Uh, No sales tax on clothing the third week in August. Florida does no sales tax on clothing, school supplies and books the second week in August. The list goes on and on, but that's an example. So even to be planning your back to school shopping around those sales tax holidays, yeah.
1: And I wonder, I wonder, I don't know if this is true, but I wonder if you could buy the things online and still not pay the sales tax if you buy it during that time. I don't know if that's the case, mm. um, but I remember growing up and Texas announced the sales tax. Like I was in school, yeah, probably elementary school, whenever they did that in Texas, I think it was. And oh my goodness, like the... It was so exciting. I mean, that was, those were like my big memories of back-to-school shopping was, you know, we'd load up in the car with my mom. My mom was like, we're getting it all on these days. <laughs> this is it. You can't, you can't get anything that's not on these days because we're not paying sales tax on this uh-huh. back-to-school stuff. And we'd go around the store to store, and it was exhausting, but many fun memories. Like um, Black Friday all over yeah, again. Yeah, pretty much. The sales tax holiday. Yeah. But back to school version. And I mean, and they, Uh and they, a lot of stores will coordinate their sales with that same time. Uh So, you know, the stores are having sales and then you don't have to pay sales tax. And so you can really save money that way. I think that the tempting thing to do though, is that you get sucked in Uh and, you know, don't be, don't be tempted to buy something that's not necessary or not on your list. Because you'll be tempted. And Mm -hmm. so it's having that ability to say no, which is also on this article is say no. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Like your kids don't need every brand new thing. They don't need the cutest things.
2: And holy smokes, if they do, they also mention having them work for it, whether mm-hmm. that's through chores or if they are an older student who who does have a job or able to get mm-hmm. at least a summer job, that some of these things that they want that aren't necessities, they can contribute to, which continues to help in Perpetuating the frugal community in this mindset right. when there's that connection to, oh, this costs real money and mm-hmm. how badly do I actually want this thing? I did in this article, they did mention this to consider holding off on new clothing. Even mm-hmm. though a lot of stores are running sales, Consumer Reports has found that. Usually, the best times to buy are actually in September and October. Despite the sales that are being run in July and August, it apparently seems as though the market is a bit better to purchase. Prices are better September, October. So they suggest either holding off altogether until a Mm -hmm. bit more into the fall or consider buying one new outfit for that first day of school and then purchase the rest come September and October, which also might help kind of along the lines with what you're saying, Allison, you know, that one day of here's the sales, get everything you need. Mm -hmm. It can be dangerous if you spend your entire budget, on that you know one day when then you finally get into school it's like oh i actually do need that calculator and now i need to buy this and now i need to buy that but then you've spent your whole budget on that first day of shopping it it mentions how that second or third day of shopping once you're actually in school can be what really breaks (laughs) the bank so if you're able to hold off on a lot of things that could help to Mm -hmm. even suss out what are the actual needs here absolutely Anything else in this article,
1: Allison, that you thought were good tips? Um, They talk about do a supply swap where you Mm. coordinate with friends and neighbors. So you swap with other people. I think this is great, even even if like you sell them for very cheap. But I think of, you know, when you're getting into high school and you need those calculators or you need those very specific school supplies for specific subjects. If you have someone Mm. that's older that's already gone through that class, if you could have them loan it to you or even pay for a very, you know, a lot sm- lower rate than you would pay in a store just for some of these supplies that are very specific. Like I'm thinking like protractors and things like that. Uh, you know, <laughs> do they still use protractors? Yes, we use protractors oh in fourth grade goodness. here at uh, in <laughs> Texas, but we don't use them in fifth grade. So if you're, Uh you know, if your neighbor's kid just went through fourth grade and you need a protractor, you know, say like, hey, protractors on the list, you know, they're not using it at home, you know, like. Don't throw away your protractors, people. Reuse them. Like, <laughs> On the hunt for protractors. Oh,
2: you know you've arrived when that's happening. Yes.
1: So, I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, no one's going to use their protractor again, at least not their fourth grade one. <laughs> like, never again. Yeah.
2: Not if you've got a Texas Instrument T99 calculator. Yeah. No more need for a
1: protractor. <laughs> like, school ends and the kid's like, let me clean out my backpack. Mm, this protractor? I'm going to play with this all summer. Like. No, back like, yeah. it on to someone who's uh-uh. going to need it the next year.
2: Yeah. Along those lines, if your kids are, do go to a school that requires uniforms, mm-hmm. They even mentioned that some schools will, will offer a swap at the school for the uniform. So, you know, your gently used uniform, you could donate back and then those might be offered for free or at a reduced mm-hmm. cost to those who, who are in need of that. But then also considering if it's more of a standard uniform khakis or a certain color shirt that those can't those don't have to be bought through the school. Yes. You can go to Walmart, the thrift store, Target wherever, mm-hmm. and get those things. I know that my sister's kids go to a private school and the shirts are the ones that have the logo on them, but the pants don't. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just buying the shirt and the vest and then going elsewhere for your belt, shoes, khakis, pants, all that all kind the other of stuff. Things. So yep. definitely get creative or, or even can, along the lines of the swap, even if you don't do it through the school, through other parents of... Some of the hand-me-downs yeah. that, that you can go back and forth with. That's a great idea. And last but not least, I do want to give a shout out to our college students that might be listening to this, mm-hmm. our parents of college students. Textbooks, holy smokes, oh, they are gosh. so expensive and usually not uh, planned for cost, mm-hmm. right? We know that it's coming, but college students aren't future thinking like that. <laughs> But I do want to say, so having gone through many different schools, I went to like five different universities. I have my bachelor's degree and my master's degree. So coming from a place of experience, Mm -hmm. you do not have to buy the newest edition. Just loud and clear, no matter what they say on that syllabus, don't do no, it. They just want your Two money. Two to three editions previous, you are okay. Even you type A folks, don't worry about it. Two to three editions sooner. Now, if it comes with, you know, the special logon that you need to purchase mm-hmm. with it, still do your research on some ways around this, either whether that's through rental or I have done this, emailed my professors and asked, how much are we actually going to use this? Are there other platforms with which I can run these statistical tests, whatever, without needing this specific Mm -hmm. software? Um, My professors, every single one that I've emailed on textbook questions have been super gracious and understanding of students wanting to cut costs in this area. And I have not had a single professor say, no, you need this edition. Most of them are like, yeah, I got to put that into the syllabus because it's the agreement that we have with the book uh, publisher, but certainly you can get edition number two, not edition number six. So just keep that in mind. And also I'll link to some of the discount book websites that I've used in the past, Mm -hmm. Um, Chegg, A-Books, Amazon Rentals. So there's some really fantastic options. I have spent literally a fraction of the cost on books. So I made this my baby to be like, nope, I am not (laughs) spending $1,000. So I'll link to that too for for folks that might be interested in that. Anything else on this for you, Allison?
0: No, I think we covered all that. Yeah, we did. Let's move on. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need
2: right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's
0: largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer
2: and your new 3-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com/frugal. That's mintmobile.com/frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com/frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal for your extended 30 day free trial. Go to monarchmoney dot com slash frugal for an extended 30 day free trial. (laughs) So this next article comes from Miss Millennial Magazine, Miss Millennia Magazine. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she talks about three tips to avoid overspending. I will say we disagreed with this article a bit more than the first one, but we'll get into that. We're not afraid of controversy. You know us. Mm -hmm. Uh, So how to kind of think about spending on back to school supplies. And we'll just, there's only three, so we'll go back and forth on it. So go for it, Allison.
1: Okay, so the first one was to enlist your phone for help. And she's talking about how there's basically apps for everything that can help you with your shopping. So they have different apps that offer coupons um, and get, you know, like even just using like Ebates, things like that. You mm-hmm. can find ways to save money and spend less whenever you use your phone to help you uh, in, in, the, in the whole shopping costs and everything like that. Mm-hmm.
2: Mhm. Yeah, I've even I can't remember if it made it into the podcast or not, but on a previous episode with with a guest, he was telling us about shopping at Target and how mm-hmm. every single time he goes to Target, he'll go onto the website and look uh-huh. to see if it is cheaper on the Target website. And he says, literally every time he goes, there's a couple things in his cart that he could get cheaper through the Target website. So all he does is take it up to the information desk and they give him the
1: price that he could have gotten yeah, online. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You don't even, I mean, you can just take it to the cashier. What I That's do true. in Target mm-hmm. is I, with the Target app, and then hopefully they change this, is if you turn your location off, And you scan it, it'll give you the online price. But if you Mm. turn your location on and it registers that you're inside that target, it gives you the price that's inside that target. So literally, I know it is, it is actually kind of creepy because I'm very sad. And so I really hope that like they change this as soon as possible, because There have been people that like when you walk outside the store, the price goes down. But then when you walk inside the store, the price on your app goes up because it registers that you're inside a target. My friend and I tried it out and I had my location on and we both scanned an item and mine was the store price and her location and her app was off and it was a lower price. And we were standing right next to each other scanning the same item. So In your target app, turn your location off because then you can literally go up there. And I literally, I just screenshot, you know, the lower price and I show it to them and they adjust it right Mm -hmm. at the register.
2: Yeah. Every time I'm at a store, I will look online Mm -hmm. as if I do find that I want to purchase something, I'll look online for coupons. Mm -hmm. And usually I can find one just by Googling, you know, coupon to such and such store. So definitely utilize that, that little thing you got in your pocket. Yes. Number two on this was utilizing your student ID or your child's student ID. So this is something I never grew up with, but maybe it's something that's new now, maybe for high school students. I don't know if this is the case for middle school or elementary. But... Uh,
1: definitely middle schoolers okay. where I live, they have they have to wear their IDs every day at school.
2: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> new things, new things <laughs> on the horizon. So basically what they're saying is with a student ID, whether that's a a kid in middle school, high school, or college, there are tons of student discounts that different places offer if you look into it. So in some places, this could cover public transportation, uh, some different bus Mm fares, discounts at local stores or restaurants, and even, this was new to me, there is Amazon Student Prime. So it's a specific yes. Amazon account for students mm-hmm. that you can sign up for with your student ID. And you get all kinds of access to discounts on school related items, education-related items, whether that's textbooks or supplies. Right. But also free access to prime video for six months. Mm-hmm. So especially for those older students, something to consider. And again, we will link this in the show notes, how you can get an Amazon Student Prime account. But great tip on that one.
1: Yes. Okay, so the third tip was know your backup plan. And um, I guess this is where we kind of disagree with the author Mm -hmm. because she starts talking about how you know, back to school time can be expensive. There's no, you know, there's no lie in that. That's absolutely true. And that um, if you spend too much, you might not have enough money to cover bills or unexpected repairs. And so then she talks about how if you can't afford those things and your back to school supplies, that, you know, maybe there are some payday loans that would be right for you. (laughs) <laughs> that, I mean, Clearly, really, there like, was there was a sponsor and an affiliate link connected yeah. with that one, well, which we all got to pay our bills. But, but loans and and payday loans. I mean, I'm looking and I'm I'm kind of looking at the article. Yeah, it does. It says this post may contain affiliate links. Uh-huh. So I don't see an affiliate link for that, but maybe I'm just not looking hard enough. Oh, it for had that. to be. I don't know, yeah. but but she talks about how you know, oh, your furnace could break and you know, there's just all these other things that could happen and your child shouldn't go without. And I'm sitting here thinking, uh, I went without growing up. Like if we didn't, Mm -hmm. we didn't have the money, (laughs) we went without. And, um, it builds character. (laughs) But I mean, I think that, you know, if, if you have a good financial foundation and you have a savings, you use your savings for those types of things. Um, Mm -hmm. not a, payday loan with a crazy high interest rate and things like that. Yeah.
2: This is why planning ahead, having a budget, having Mm -hmm. an emergency fund, and cutting costs where needed- that and there are things that you don't need to buy mm-hmm. new or spend money on. So before taking out a loan right. just to go
1: back to school
2: or to participate in band, and I know, let's reevaluate how how we're doing things before it gets to that point.
1: And I do want to say, um, my husband is band director, and he has always said, and I cannot, that I speak only for him, not for. Uh, all band directors across the country, but he has always said money will never be an issue for a student playing band. So for him, mm. he will never let money be a problem. He will always find a way, whether it's a, a long payment plan or a way to do a school-owned instrument, he will find a way to get a an instrument in that child's hands. He will negotiate with parents. So don't think that you have to, like, it's okay to ask for mm-hmm. help, number one. And number two, don't think that you have to go out and take a loan just to get just to get that. I mean, and mm-hmm. and if you're hearing this now and, and school starts very soon, it might be too late. But in the future, you know, take six months or four months to save up. That's mm-hmm. what we do. We set aside money for several months beforehand, and and we save up for those back to school purchases because we know they're coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Future planning is key Mm -hmm. here. And also not assuming that it has to be done the way that it's being recommended to be done, right? Absolutely. Those things don't have to be purchased through the school. Check outside of that, right? Textbooks don't have to Mm -hmm. be purchased through the university. You can brainstorm some other creative ways of purchasing these things that isn't the exact way that you're being told to do it. Yes. So, we got freedom Us frugal friends <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Fun and freedom And frugality I think it's time for the best part of the week What's that? It's time for The Bill of the, Bill of the Week
0: That's right It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hello. Is this thing on? I haven't used it in quite a while. My name is Jen. I'm a new mom. And with my tiny baby... Always on top of me. My bill of the week is dedicated to him, but my bill is Bill Lawrence, the creator of Scrubs. Because when I'm stuck under a warm lump of human, I have been re-watching the entire series of Scrubs from the beginning. Highly underrated show. Very much recommend if you are stuck in the house. And can't really move your arms or legs so uh yeah thanks for letting me do a bill and uh I don't know maybe I'll uh talk to you guys again soon bye
2: oh my word I'm so excited that we got to hear from Jen so she's still making an appearance despite being trapped under a baby
1: a baby (laughs) baby watching tv see that's that was always my favorite thing it's like they're they're sleeping a lot they're too young to care what's on tv you don't have to worry about it you can watch whatever you want (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) jen
2: we miss you yes we we love your super creative bill of the week watching scrubs bill the creator of scrubs just doing your thing being frugal staying home nursing that baby. That's right. And yeah, we hope we hope to see you back here someday, maybe again, hear, hear more from you. <laughs> but enjoy your time while you have it. Yes, exactly. Well, if you all want to submit a bill of the week, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. You can record your bill of the week right there. We'll get it. We'll play it. You'll get our organic response to all the creativity and frugal things you guys are doing with your lives. We love it, clearly, by how loudly we scream Bill of the Week. (laughs) m-o-n-e-y.com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial it's the kia summer sticker sales event so give your friends something to look at like a b&b
0: with an ocean view an endless field of wildflowers or a sunset that needs no filter Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires.
2: Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7 <laughs> And on to our next favorite portion of this podcast. Oh, goodness, I can't wait. <laughs> the Lightning
0: Round!
2: It's funny that because even as intense as I say it, Eric always needs to edit it to make it sound more intense. Oh really? I'm always on board with. I love it. (laughs) I think there was a time where he even put in actual lightning and thunder noises. Which I hope that didn't scare anybody while they were driving.
1: Or like their child that was listening.
2: (laughs) He just has fun while he's editing. And sometimes (laughs) some weird things make it in there. Anyhow, during this lightning round, we want to talk about things you don't need to Mm -hmm. purchase to send your kids back to school with. So this one comes from Patch.com. And we just picked our favorites out of it. Allison, Mm -hmm. go for it. What's one of your favorites?
1: Flip-flops. Okay, let's be honest. If your kid goes to P.E. every day or almost every day... They are going to need to pack a backup pair of tennis shoes. And I cannot tell you as a teacher for 10 years how many students have walked up to me at recess or in the hallway and their flip-flop has broken. Uh And, you know, those things are impossible to fix. You've tried duct tape. You try safety pins. I mean, (laughs) though they, when they are done, they are done. And then you have the thing of, okay, well, do I just give the kid, like, a plastic bag to put on their foot? Do we call their mom? What do we do? So you're going to be called up there when the flip-flop breaks you're going to be called up there to bring sneakers for gym class so just mm-hmm. don't get them let them be the summer thing and buy your kid clothes toed shoes only and not flip-flops also
2: yeah it's a safety thing too kids wear out their shoes mm-hmm. like crazy anyhow so good one next one every single cute idea you ever saw on Pinterest. You don't need it. (laughs) (laughs) No, It's a fun idea, right? Like the little butterfly sandwich and ants Mm -hmm. on a log and all these things to make the lunchbox just look like it jumped off the page of a beautiful magazine. But this just adds added stress. Let's be real. And it's wasteful because how much bread are you throwing into the trash to make that sandwich look like a butterfly? Not to mention, all the time in the morning that you could have probably just spent sleeping, you're making this sandwich. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, you just don't need to add all that extra stress and pressure to the beginning of the school year or to set your kids' expectations up, right? That the first day of school, mom was on point.
1: (laughs) What happened? (laughs) The last week, I just got Lunchables.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So just don't (laughs) stress yourself with that. You don't need to purchase all the little gimmicks so that you can make everything Mm -hmm. just look super cute.
1: Absolutely. The other thing you don't need to send kids back to school with are the super fancy pens and pencils. Mm -hmm. Number one, a lot of elementary schools do community supplies. So you might be buying all of those super fancy pencils and they go into a big community supply bin and your kid might not even get to use all of them. And secondly, you know, I have been there as a teacher and as a mom where your kid loses their favorite pencil or a student loses their favorite pen, and then there's all the pointing of the fingers, and there's the need to calm down. Whereas, <laughs> the need if to you, calm down. <laughs> I, you know, it's like, how much classroom time have I wasted trying to calm students down about their felt tip pens that have been lost? Like, <laughs> If you can't keep up with them, just don't get them. Like keep them at home.
2: I love that the takeaway here is just don't have special things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's well, the point here. Just buy the cheap
1: stuff so that there aren't any meltdowns.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or if you have the special things, have a special place for them, like your desk at home. Oh. You know, I don't know. We don't need the exactly. We don't need the special things for the special meltdowns, for the special you know losses and all of that stuff. So <laughs> like moving on from the fancy pencils and pens. What else do you not need to buy? Uh,
2: Smelly markers, as in like the good smelling markers, you know, when you draw and then they're Mm -hmm. strawberry flavored. Well, see, that's the thing. They're flavored, which is all too tempting to eat, right? Especially (laughs) if you're using those smelly markers right before lunch and then it's like, oh my goodness, I just want to lick this paper. And children do, right? They actually do try to eat it. If not, Mm -hmm. they try and prank people with it. So again, to avoid uh ingestion of chemicals and pranks on other <laughs> children, you don't need to spend the extra money on all the scratch and sniffs and strawberry markers mm-hmm. and just all all the extra. Just it's all so extra.
1: Yeah. It reminds me of like lip smackers growing up. Yeah. How like they smelled so good you wanted to eat them. I'm like, <laughs> why can't it taste as good as it smells? Not that I have eaten them, but you know, it's like All the different flavors and everything, like there's the fear.
2: Uh I mean, I'm not going to lie, I licked my lips a whole lot more when I had some root beer chapstick on my lips. I know, seriously. And then it's like, why don't I just get some root beer? What the heck am I doing playing (laughs) around with the fake stuff over here? Well, and I'm sure there's so many more that you all could come up Mm -hmm. with on the stuff that's just not worth it. Uh, And we can all hang out at the Frugal Friends podcast community group. Facebook community group is a private group, not that hard to get into, but join us. It's growing. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. It's a a force to be reckoned with, this Frugal (laughs) Friends group. Super fun. We're sharing our tips. So head on over there. Uh, And in the meantime, we're also doing this thing called a book club, and it's July right now, and we are reading Mom and Dad, We Need to Talk by Cameron Huddleston where she talks about diving into the conversation about finances and end of life and caring for parents. So super
1: great topic. Get the book. And yeah, if you need a free copy, or if you want a free copy, you can leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher and simply take a screenshot of the review and send it to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And we're going to select the winners at the end of the month for free books. And you know, there's just something special about getting something free in the mail. Mm-hmm. Like you can't go wrong with it. Mm-hmm. So we would love those reviews and we want to give away books for free. Yeah, and where possible,
2: we even send you a frugal friends Bookmark which has our ah, faces nice. on it. So, well, not my face,
1: but maybe, <laughs> no, maybe we could get a face, couple maybe. of bookmarks and I can get like some pictures of myself and like glue them, <laughs> use some Elmer's glue. <laughs> And glue them to the side of the bookmark. I'm so going to do that. Honorary, limited edition bookmark with (laughs) Allison Baggerly. Exactly.
2: I love it. (laughs) If we make it sound special, it's special. That's right. And if you want an example of a helpful review that could possibly win one of these books, again, it's helpful. So obviously it's five stars. That's helpful for everybody, us included. (laughs) This person, Love Hockley says, fabulous frugal fun. I mean, clearly we love it because of the alliteration. We love alliteration. Triple F. Frugal friends. Fabulous frugal fun. I love the podcast. I've learned a lot, but laughed even more. Glad to hear people who love research as much as I do. It's a great length for my Workday commute to fantastic love hockley. Uh, we are so excited to be here, to be researching alongside you, <laughs> to be making you laugh. That's fun too. So that that that's just a little taste of the type of review you could
1: leave for us. Absolutely. And I'm so sad. It's like bittersweet. Oh. But this is my last week, but next week Jen is back. She's back. And at she it is again. Going back. Hopefully, we'll get to yes. hear a little
2: bit of Kai. Well, Allison, oh, I hope so. we want to stay in touch. So, how can
1: people yes. continue
2: to get more of your frugal goodness?
1: Awesome. So you can follow me on Instagram at Inspired Budget, or you can check out my website, inspiredbudget.com. I talk about how to budget better, make savings second nature, and pay off debt. Nice. And it is fantastic. You've got
2: some really great resources for people free and low-cost mm-hmm. resources. Um constantly pumping out content. I love following you on Instagram. So <laughs>
1: Well, thank you. See,
2: super personal too. You you let us into a snapshot of your life which feels really authentic and genuine. So I encourage anyone to, to touch base with Allison if you want more from her. Oh, thank you. And we'll see you all next week.
0: Bye. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Sirianni.